This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Hello and welcome to Extra Time at City Talk 105.9. It's me, Dave Downey, here with you for the next two hours, unfortunately, <laughs> as uh, Neil Atkinson will be joining me at six o'clock for All in the Game. Uh, in the studio tonight, uh, no Lowy, but uh, an, an, an equal member of his team has joined us in Max Power. I'd even say maybe a nudge ahead, to be honest. I'd say that as well. Maybe <laughs> not, not, not in the goal, not goal scoring stakes, but uh, <laughs> in, in, in an all-round play, then, yeah, I'd agree with you. And, of course, you're here as well, Sangi, as usual. At Neil, <laughs> at Sangi Footy Agent, let's get it out the way. Let's get it there, at Sangi Footy Agent. <laughs> Give me all your stick you want. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and what a week for oh, uh, this. Oh, Merseyside, well, City is absolutely Merseyside football. Liverpool and Everton is just on a big up. A massive up. And long may it continue. I made the prediction last week, didn't you I? You did, did I? and I bowed down to it, mate. It was, yeah, I mean, you, you must have been bored one night when you were working out. That The algorithm to yeah. come up with that was unbelievable. But do you know but what? You could be absolutely spot on, so I bowed down, mate. It's a great shout. Well, I was saying in the office, um, just before you come in before, I was saying I think Everton will so forth up before the last day of the season. Yeah. I'll stick by what I said. I think Everton will beat City for Liverpool to win the title and for Everton to finish fourth. And you know what the funny thing is? I've had loads of blues this week. And I'll get slated for saying this, but some blues have been saying, I don't know if I'd have that because Liverpool are winning the title. See, here's my, here's, I, 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 I can't have it myself. Well, I saw your tweet on that. Why would any proper Evertonian rather finish fifth and Liverpool second than Liverpool win it and Everton finish fourth. Mm. You cannot be a proper Evertonian if you're happy for your team not to finish in a Champions League place. That's, the thing. that's I, preposterous, by the way. I like football to support Everton. I don't like football to dislike another team, you know, for that to be uh, exactly. one, of the main, <laughs> one of the main aims I've got every season. Exactly. You know, that's the whole thing. Get behind your team and what's right for you, irrespective of who wins it. Support your team mm. to finish as high as they can. Don't but, worry about anybody else. Well, we like to keep things fair. Well, I like to keep things fair on this show. I know Hoddersall doesn't and all the others. <laughs> Normally you don't Listen, either. Hodder, don't mention that name in here anymore, Hoddersall. <laughs> he's, he's listening the show. Well. No, he's he's listening. dissed the show and left us. But <laughs> we've got a brilliant replacement oh, in you, Big D. Thank you very much, mate. Thank uh, you very much. You give, you give the show some thought, at least. We've gone beyond uh, the insults now, haven't we? <laughs> we're friendly with each other. Right, we've always been mates deep down. Despite Liverpool going top, we're going to start with Everton this week because we yeah. started with Liverpool last week. Yeah, fair dues. Uh, I don't think that you can under, uh, overstate Everton's win against Fulham yesterday and, and, uh, anymore because I think it was a massive victory. Yeah, they're bottom of the league, but they're the hardest places to go at this time yeah, of yeah. the season. Yeah. Can see the, you know, you, you go 1-0 one, one up against the run of play. I mean, and the, the first half was absolutely abysmal. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, Max. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you get that knockback from... Uh, the Jagger who scored Mick the great Jagger, goal. Mick Jagger, yeah. Great Mick goal. Jagger. Mick Jagger. Dear Lawrence on match of the day yesterday, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> no, no, what did he say? He said that exact joke. <laughs> it's his nickname, yeah. Mick. You're getting slated all day on Twitter. I'm surprised you I haven't seen it. it. And then to have that sort of character, Max, to come back, you know, one all. Going win a three-one. I mean, that, that takes a lot when the, you know the, the stakes are this high. Yeah. Well, on paper, you look at them games and you think straight away nailed on. Everton flying, but they are—they're always the hardest games going to a team who's, who's fighting for their lives. And and Fulham have got some quality players as well. You know, you look <laughs> at the, the experience they've got with Sid. Well, they've signed Holtby on loan as well from Tottenham. Oh, great player. Who was I thought was probably Fulham's best player yesterday. But as you said, for Everton to to show that character and dig in, it was a different different side to Everton. What you've seen recently. Recently they've been playing really well and and turning teams over, haven't they? But to go there and and pick up the three points, it was. 
It was great the way they bounced back, especially Definitely. especially once Fulham got the equaliser. You've seen so many times that once that equaliser goes in, then mm. they capitulate them. But to to, to to go on and win the game, not just two one, three one was was you could um, well, That's what I, I was thinking to ask ask you with a view to last season with Sammy. I mean, you were up there mm -hmm. for what ninety nine percent of the season. Is that how how big is that pressure? You know, when you're pushing. For honours like that, you're pushing to get in those high stakes. Obviously, the playoffs for yourselves yeah. last season. How, how, how big is that? I think. I mean, uh, the pressure seems more so this season yeah. when you when you're trying to stay in the division. Obviously, it was last season we were trying to get out the division the right way, but you know this year we're trying to stay in it. And you know, the games <laughs> now they seem to have more pressure on because we are fa we're trying as a club. We are fighting for our lives. But while you're up there, I think you, you've got to enjoy it because. I mean, as, as I say, the situation we're in at the moment, within 12 months we've gone from challenging for promotion to trying to stay in the division. So, I mean, I think you've just got to embrace it. I think, you know, at the moment, Everton and, and, of course, Liverpool are doing so. I often wonder, right, here's one for you, I often wonder, wh where do you, what motivates you more? Put, like, an, so let's talk about Everton Fulham. You may be coming as a, as a pro, Max. Mm -hmm. But Everton Fulham, which team's motivated more? Everton to secure fourth and go for that glory, or Fulham motivated more to st to stave off the, the threat of relegation. What In what situation do you think you're more motivated? Is it the is it 50-50, or is somebody more motivated for that glory, or someone more motivated for the fear of, of failure? As an onlooker, I would say the relegation threat inside should be more up for it, I think. Yeah. I think, there, you know, Fulham, it's the difference between playing at Old Trafford and Anfield next season or mm. looking at the fixture and you could be going to Yeovil away on a Tuesday night. Now, you, yeah. you know, you tell me whether you want to you want to be playing at Old Trafford. Uh, but or... equally though, Everton, you could say they could be going to Vizsla Krakow or they could be going to <laughs> exactly, the yeah. Camp. You well, know yeah. what I mean? It's it, it works both ways, doesn't it? But I, I just think it's an interesting point given motivation is a big yeah. thing in football with, well, with any professional athlete. I just wonder who'd be the more motivated. Well, I was listening to a couple of interviews from Everton players in the last couple of weeks and this stands once sticks out in my head because he was saying I'm not ne I'm not necessarily sure I'd be happy with us getting Europa League and I thought yeah. it was something it was absolutely ludicrous to come out with that yeah. particularly in the press all right yeah I've, I've that for you on your own yeah. but to come out and say it in the press I thought it was really I th a little bit disrespectful I think to it is, fans well, it is, who, but who then if you finish games. fourth is he, is he going to be demotivated to play in the Champions League this is the state of the European football going back to your question this is what I'm on about because I think this then I'll be motivated to go and get that Champions League place. <laughs> but if he's got that cushion in the Europa League, I'm not I, I think he'd probably go for it a little bit more. You put a little bit more into his game to get that Champions League if he doesn't want Europa League at all. But exactly I mean? I'm not sure whether even in his career whether he's played Champions League football this time. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he's been in international yeah. competitions, every, you know, either here or there. But I don't think he's played in the Champions League, to my knowledge. So for for, for him personally, what an unbelievable motivator! Mm -hmm. And then you think about the whole Everton squad, what, what Champions League football. And you know, there are certain moments in your career that you've got to look back. You, them players look back on, and a Champions League campaign will be one of them. And the season that preceded a Champions League campaign, where you can look back and be proud of your efforts. You've got to look for monumental things in football, not just the, oh yeah, well we finished seventh. Great, we finished eighth. Oh, we, we, we haven't been in a relegation fight for six years. So what? Yeah. You know, I say to the youth, don't I say to the players, try and be brilliant. Try and do something amazing with your career. In a game, it's break it down. Try and be unbelievable. And there's a difference between bopping it round and being safe and not making a mistake because the gaffer's going to get on your case. Try and be brilliant. There's a difference. Yeah, I, and, and yesterday I thought, 
it'll probably go understated as well. Martinez as substitutions, I thought, oh. fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah, you know, you, you probably get a little bit of luck when a player comes on and he scores a goal. But putting Stephen Naismith on, I thought, when you've when you've got the likes of McGeady there, you know, players you may well think they should be in front of him in the pecking order. So put Stephen. Did they have Naismith, Morales as well? Am I right? Morales, Morales on the came bench on. Well, so yeah. you think of that, Morales, Naismith, McGeady, yeah. Everton for yonks have not had that attacking threat. That can change a game. But to choose Naismith out the three first, Sangai I thought well, inspired because exactly. He's. I mean, uh, I've been one of his biggest critics this season. I didn't think he was necessarily good enough to play in the Premier League, let alone for Everton. I thought he was a bit of a workhorse, a bit of a dare cult to a lesser yeah. extent. Yeah. yeah. But he's got genuine quality, this lad. Yes. You know, and it come to the fore yesterday as soon as he came on. I mean, the ball he plays to Baines, where we should have scored off that, where he squared, tries to square it to Lukaku. That, that sort of inspired football coming on like that. Yeah. And... Max, you'll probably, as a pro yourself, you'll know, having that sort of impact player coming on, you've probably been in that situation yeah. yourself, where you've come on off the bench, it's crucial. Yeah, of course, I mean, you know, we could have had, a f he obviously, he picked, the one that sticks out for me, picked it up 20, 25, 30 yards out, drove drove at the defence and got a shot off, yeah. comes off the post, you know, another day, he could have had two goals, and as you said, it's refreshing to see Everton have that strength and depth, and... You know, I hope they do. You know, being a Liverpool fan, I do hope they get in the Champions League because I think it'd be great for for Merseyside footballer. You know, Tuesday night Liverpool at Anfield, and then Wednesday night, you know, at Goodison, they could have Champions League football as well. So, mm. you know, mm. fingers crossed it all goes well. Yeah, but Naismith, Naismith great. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? G given the the recent form of players in in the squad. He probably deserved to be on Dave before Morales mm -hmm. and before McGeady. We've seen McGeady in fits and starts. Maybe maybe McGeady is crying out for a run of games. Maybe Naismith is as well now. You know, he's pushing. But what it will do, coming on and having that impact, it will say to the manager and it'll tell the fans, look, if I'm needed to start, if Ross is injured, if Ross loses a little bit of form or somebody else, look who you've got to come in. Yeah, and I think at times I think players need to feel that love and respect and that little bit of belief from the fans and obviously from the managers as well. But I think they need to feel it from the fans, and I think Naismith is slowly but surely earning the respect and the confidence of the fans. Yeah. And I think he feels that. I think he feels he fits in now, and I think he feels he, he's you know he's sort of he's he's respected, coveted by by everybody around the place, and it's shown in his mm. performances, and that's fantastic. Going back to Martinez though, uh, I thought it was a. The way he's handled it lately, Everton's um, team selection, uh, as a man management sort of thing. I mean, he's, he's known for putting his arm around players, and yeah. um, I think he's got this thing at Finch Farm where he, he'll announce the team and then tell everybody why they're in or out of the t out of the side. Yeah, and they don't come in the morning, shake hands, they hug, don't yeah. they? <laughs> You're going to tell me that now, aren't you? No, they, they hug. But I, 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 I think that's <laughs> that's such a clever tact to have with players, obviously footballers with egos. Yeah. No offence, Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you've got, like, you've he, spoken recently of the importance of keeping attacking positions fresh. You've got Morales, who, okay, arguably deserved to be dropped, but you've got McGeady, played fantastically in Swansea, didn't start the following game against Newcastle. I think that instills hunger, regardless of, of what goes on on the pitch. That lad's thinking, hang on, I want first this, I've been dropped, I'll show him when I get on the pitch. Yeah. And I think that that's invaluable when you've got, finally, like you say, a squad. Evan have got a bench now to pick from. Yeah, but let me add something to that, though, Dave, that you've got to have players with the right mindset. Yeah, you know because you think you, you look what's going on at Chelsea at the moment. You can see Torres and you can see Demba Bar if they don't start with a bit of a monk on. Yeah, 
they, you know, so it's about mindset. If certain players who do well suddenly don't get what they feel is they're just desert, i.e. a start or even a run of games, some players are liable to sulk. Some players are liable to go, Phew having this manager and then cause problems you know and, and not give of his best and, and demonstrate in his body language around the training ground and stuff like that so credit to Naismith when he's been asked to come on he hasn't demonstrated he's never sulked you know me and, me and um, McKillop over there we saw the training session at Finch Farm a, few, a couple of weeks ago and Naismith to the pair of us we watched, just watched the session he stood out like a sore thumb like a sore thumb, so his work in a good rate, way. You mean in a good way? Yeah. yeah, in a good way. His energy, his quality, his liveliness, his passion to to do well. It, it, it was a Saturday morning session before a Sunday game. It was the game the next day. It was a Tottenham. It was the FA Cup game. FA Cup game, correct, Swansea, correct. Um, he was fantastic. So there's a player with the right mindset. When called on, will do the business. I look at Morales. I'm not sure to see the same. This, the same zest when he's dropped. Mm. I, I look at uh, Daniel Sturridge when he comes off and subbed. He, he, mo he mopes and sulks and moans and, and sort of skulks off. Naismith has never, ever shown that. So I look at him and I have massive respect for the kid. Not only is he a good player, but he's shown to be a really good player. And I thought when he came in, decent signing, will do well, cheap as chips, great value for money, will we'll do all right. Yeah. Now he's shown to be the really, really good player that David Moyes thought he, he was going to be. Does that sort of attitude come with experience, Max? Because I can imagine when, I mean, through your youth career, you've probably, when you've, your shoulders have gone down and you've probably, you know, few expletives as you're coming off the pitch and you get subbed or <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you're not starting. You've always got yeah. to disagree with but the gap when you come off. <laughs> as you get older, do you sort yeah. of start seeing that bigger picture? Yeah, I think that's important. You know, I've got to see the bigger picture at the time. No one likes, no one likes getting subbed. Unless you're having a torrid. Um, yeah, that's it. Get me, get me get off. Me get me off. Yeah. Stop <laughs> me. Give me a jacket. But I think that comes back to the man management you're on about them with Mars. Every is different. And, you know, some players respond to an arm round the, show, arm round the shoulder and other mm. players don't need it. Personally, you know, I think it's nice to... It is nice to hear nice things from your manager, even if you have been dropped, to, tell you, to keep your head up. And, because mm. if you're sitting on the bench with a, with a face on and then within 20 minutes someone's down injured and, and you've been sitting there... With a big, with a big cob on, and then all of a sudden you're called upon. And you're not men mentally right. Exactly then. right. Yeah. You know, you're only going to do yourself at harm because if you come on and don't perform, then we you, say, don't we know, be ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Be ready course, to yeah. rock and roll, and, and Naismith's been there. Yeah. You know, you've got to be there. As I said, Morales didn't wasn't the same for me. McGeady came on, was ready to rock and roll for me. Mm -hmm. Really had a go. And I don't think Morales was poor when he came on. He just didn't give me the same vibe as I got when Naismith and, and, and McGeady came on. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll close the Everton chat. Are Everton going to finish fourth? 100% for me. And so, Max? I think this weekend determines it. If they, if they can beat Arsenal, then I don't see why not. Yeah, I said fifth and sixth last week was nailed on. I was unsure about fourth, but given uh, I've had, we've had another week to look at Arsenal and how they're having a little bit of a wobble and how Everton are looking strong and together and they're really relishing the fight, I'm going to stick my neck out and say Everton are going to get fourth, well, yeah? The reason I do is because Everton have found themselves in this position, probably not this close, but in this position in the last five, six, half a dozen years, say, and they've had to go to hard places. They've had a hard running. They've had last season, I remember, we had to go to Spurs, we had to go to Arsenal. This time they've got them games at home. And I think that's going to be crucial to the, the running. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the champions elect next. <laughs> Liverpool, you're listening to Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9.
Welcome back. 25 minutes past five. It's me, Dave Downey, on Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Neil Sang and uh, Max Power in, in the uh, studio with us this evening. No tweets, Dave? Uh, oh, have we? We, you know, we should be having all the blues should be gushing well, that we've I've dedicated give... 25 minutes to the blues you've, there. You've probably had the load, but I haven't given the station one out, have I? I'll be getting sacked, me. <laughs> at City Talk 105.9, if you want to get the soul, with the soul wouldn't have made that schoolboy out of Dave. Tell <laughs> us, get on up, we'll have it and finish top four and why. And similarly, we're going to move on to Liverpool now. Are they going to win the league? Yeah, yeah or no, and why? At City Talk 105.9. <coughs> um, I thought Spurs were as bad as Liverpool were good. Yesterday, Shangi. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you're only as good as you're allowed to be, though, Dave. But, you know, Liverpool now are getting that reputation. Do you remember when you watch Man United in the mid-90s and you think there's no way they're going to lose this game? I remember when United had come to Goodison in the mid-90s and you'd be petrified, you'd be like, how many? <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even if you I went one up, you're thinking they're capable of getting two or three or four. Exactly. And I sort of start to get that feel with Liverpool now. There's a reputation again. There's an, there's an air about them and arrogance about Liverpool, I think, now. Yeah. And a togetherness, which for me is one of the most impressive things. You know, it's still it's still, um, <laughs> it's still, still a relatively new side, let's say that. It's still <laughs> coming together. but And to be as good as it is, to me, is really impressive. But like I said a, a couple of weeks ago, there's a nucleus of British players. And for me, there's no surprise that Liverpool are doing so well. And and the, 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 the smattering of foreign players, one's a keeper, one's arguably the best forward on the planet at the moment, whose desire and appetite to win and, and to be successful is... is Unbelievable! It's unmatched for me. Um, and then you've got someone like a Skirtle, and Agger has been there. I said he's a plazy scouser anyway. He's been here that long. And then you've got someone like Skirtle as well in there. And and and, and looking at the way they've gelled, the togetherness for me is the foundation for the success. You can talk all you want about Sturridge, Suarez, all these people. That togetherness and that foundation is where you grow from. And that's what Liverpool have done for me. And their performance yesterday, again, was attitude, desire, togetherness. And then your ability takes care of itself. Mm. You know, we speak about that, don't we? We speak about working hard as a, as a player, doing your absolute damnedest, work your socks off. And then, do you know what? Your ability shines in the end. And I think that's what happened yesterday. Well, it's like we said with Naismith. You know, you, you probably look at a yeah. player that you don't think scores much talent to someone else. Work, 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 and you know it, you end up reaping the rewards. You get you? your rewards, correct? Uh, Tim Tim Sherwood's comments before the game made me laugh. Saying uh, he thinks the the one thing that probably undo Liverpool is nerves. There were no nerves <laughs> on show whatsoever. <laughs> where the match yesterday. I think to be honest, I didn't watch the game. I had Mother's Day commitments yesterday, oh, so I'm, pr I'm <laughs> proud of you, son. We'll get that I'm in. Proud we'll say happy Mother's Day to all our yeah, yeah, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Um, but I've seen obviously I've seen the highlights since, and for me. Whatever, whatever game you go into, if you get a, an early goal, it just sets the tempo so much for the rest of the game. And you know, I've been there where you've played in games and you go one 0 down with him. Well, yesterday was the two, it was a minute and a half, and you're thinking we're in for a long day. Yeah. So, you know, the way Liverpool set the stall up yesterday, you could sell the pressing and the way they moved the ball. And it's just, it is really good to see. And I think. You know, now you're looking at the, the fixtures and the running they've got, and I don't see why they, they can't win the league. Finally, now it's in their hands. If they win every game now, they've won the league, so that's what I'd be looking at. Yeah, they've won the league. But Tottenham, for me as well, were, were listless. They were, they were just, uh, you know. Well, I, uh, Jenna, we, I was talking to Jenna at training today, and he said he seen Tottenham in the tunnel before the game, and he thought, you know, they were all laid back and, you know, looked casual in the tunnel where you looked at the Liverpool team, everyone was focused. He thought, right. Mm. We've got a yeah, job yeah. to do here. Body you language. Know, body language, it's massive and, you know, within, it shows within two minutes, one nil down. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Tottenham, you know, I look, I looked at Levy, and there's all sorts of rumours that Daniel Levy has a hand in signing players. Well, he needs to sack himself if he's the head of recruitment mm -hmm. there, because to spend, uh, you know, the Modric money they got 35 million from Modric, the Bale money, oh, that 115 million has been wiped out, and you're looking at a squad there that you can't even say first season. Um, oh, it's, it needs more time to gel. It looks ridiculously poor for me. And, and like I said about the spirit of the British, the hub, and Everton have got that. Everton got the British hub. Liverpool have got it. Why don't other managers and clubs take notes? You look at Tottenham for all their supposed foreign stars. Absolutely got no balls about them at all. They haven't, though. No. They're, they're, you... they're an absolute joke. And you know, you know what, Dave, is the other thing. I can't even look at them and say... There's a kid with tons of talent. Soldado, waste of space. Mm. Be great in Spain. Go back to Spain, be great. Go to Italy where it's really slow and, and laboured. And then he comes alive with a little bit of pace. Great. Premier League, he's a million miles off. And you look, there's no real depth of quality. I'd say he was the best player. Ericsson, maybe? He, he was probably the one that stood He's one that him. you'd think, you know yeah. what? And he's, he's he's even. Yeah. Keeper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'd fancy him. But there's not many there, would you? Well, if you were Liverpool or Everton, say, yeah. who would I have out of Tottenham? There wouldn't be many. No, no. I think Ericsson's been, probably been the only one out of them signs yeah. they've made who you think, yeah, he has got a bit. I mean, he hasn't done it all season, but, you know, his quality from, you know, he scored a few free kicks and, you know, when he does get in the final third, he does look like he can do something, but other than yeah. that, you're no. looking at him thinking... What's going on? Townsend as well yeah. fell away. Yeah, you know, you're looking about... To the yeah, we're talking about World Cup hopefuls. Ross Barkley, there's still that question mark of will he go, won't he go? People are saying, oh, he's been photographed with Raheem Sterling. Yeah, he's definitely going. Listen, read into that what you will. Um, but for me, Andros Townsend has quickly played himself out of the squad. And Ross Barkley has firmly and squarely played himself into the squad. Yeah. So, you know, you, you look at Tottenham, I think they should be looking in the mirror and thinking, we, we've... Uh, We've balls this up. There's a, there's a bit of a theory I've got about Spurs, and uh, I, it, it's been going on years, I think, since Redknapp was there. When they sign players, I always get the impression that when a player goes to Spurs, they think they've made it, because they think Spurs, oh, London, club, London yeah. club, yeah. media darlings, because the media love Spurs, yeah. um, and they think that, yeah, this is a top-four side, they're going to be challenging for titles. There's very much a prima donna sort of... Philosophy, I think. I, I agree. And going back to what Max said, the, the conversation you were having uh, in the tunnel, you can when when you see that sort of thing on the faces, Liverpool flying as they are, they must literally look and think, "Hang on, you know, licking the lips virtually at what's about to happen on the pitch." Yeah, mm. most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, it, it actually became easy for Liverpool. But but you know what? It became easy because again, you people are talking about. Um, St uh, Sterling was was man of the match, and, I, and I'd and I'd agree with that. I see certain journalists <coughs> this morning saying it was Suarez. I don't know who you think, Max. Um, As I said, the Mother's Day commitments have have clouded <laughs> my judgment. Um, yeah. but so you wouldn't really. You know, we're just I saying mean, Suarez anyway, can't yeah, you? Know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even doubt to say Suarez. Just say Suarez. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? You looked all over the pitch, and again, I have to say, Young Flanagan was yeah. top draw. He gave one pass away. Me and John were speaking in the car coming up. He, he, he gave one pass away, but he won a great tackle, you know, <coughs> he'd gone through Lennon, he saw Lennon off, who again is an England, hope, he's an England World Cup hope, hopeful, Flano seeing him off didn't have a kick, 
Mm. Didn't get at him, didn't get past him, didn't do him on yeah. the inside, didn't have a look in. Then he topped Soldado with an unbelievable tackle in the box. Great timing. He gets carried off. But the well, kid's had, composure. Uh, people well, people know about his effort. He had a big part in uh, the Coutinho goal as well. Liverpool oh, kicked it around the back. You know, he's done Lennon. Sent him the wrong way with it, with, <laughs> a, with a turn and he's drove on. And obviously he's found Coutinho in the space and he's done the rest. <laughs> but, but, but McKillop was saying, Cafu tweeted about him. Am I right? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Cafu he did, tweeted yeah. about John yeah. Flanagan. How brilliant that. Yeah. Saying, now I know what it means to be a scouser. <laughs> or what, 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 it, what was him now? <laughs> yeah, what, what the term of scouser means. Yeah. I mean, so you look right across the pitch, Liverpool were great. And one of the driving forces who I think has been brilliant of late, uh, Jordan Henderson, I thought it was one of his, his quieter games. Mm. Listen, he still put a shift in, but I thought it was one of his quieter games. So, against Sunderland, a couple of players dipped. wasn't the same performance levels. You know, there was there was one or two yesterday, not really at their best. But you you know you look at the juggernaut that Liverpool is at the minute, and it's it's sensational to watch. The nerve thing I thought it was really interesting because. Obviously, there was none whatsoever on show. Brendan Rodgers said there's no names in this side. <coughs> Very sort and of I, I, I agree. Approach from him. Um, I, I, I just think it's it's really funny, you know, when you, we were talking to Lowy last week and I was saying to him, what would you rather have? You know, the title-winning experience, John Terry's, Lampard's in your side. Or I, I thought the way they played into Liverpool, Sands, was the fact that there wasn't that much experience. These lads don't know what it is to have the pressure of a title challenge and they're just going out and being told to be themselves I, and to express I, I, themselves. I agree with you, yeah, yeah. And that's where I sort of think that having that lack of experience probably plays into Liverpool's hands a little bit. But again, here's the other thing to add to that, that and that, that's a great point, and I agree with you. But the other thing to add, and the big thing is, what's the biggest motivator? I've won this before. Mm. Or... I'm desperate to win this. Yeah, it's I'm Gerrard's case in point, isn't and it? my club hasn't won it for 24 years, so I'm desperate to go out and give it my all to win. I think that's more powerful than, well, Man City. We won it two years ago. Mm, yeah. we, you know, we, we just did the bar last year. You know, we're, we're great. We're all zillionaires. We're all on 200 grand a week plus. I think Liverpool's, from where they're coming from, is the more powerful sort of position to be, in my opinion. So the experience of, we've won it before, we haven't won it before, I don't think comes into it at all. Do you ever get scared playing for Tramia? Like, scared, like, nervous? I'll be dead honest, Saturday was probably the most nervous I've been since I've been a pro, obviously. The, obviously, but we were both on the same point, same go uh, goal difference, and for the first time before a match, I thought, this, this really does mean a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but... Within five minutes, they go out the window. It's, it's just gone, yeah. it's just the initial in the tunnel, and you know you're shaking hands and you're thinking right. But then as soon as the whistle goes, it's just it just seems like another game. But Saturday was probably the biggest one so far, and I think it's, that's the way it's going to be now till the end of the season. Obviously, we were talking before about the different pressures of mm. being up there. Yeah. You know, I think if you're up there, you've got to embrace it. Whereas you know we're fighting for our lives at the bottom. It's you know one mistake or anything. You know. It, the, the repercussions are going to be massive. You know, no, we don't want to be playing in League Two next year. So, you know, as on the pressure thing, I think if you're playing, Dave, you, you know, you're going for the title. The mm -hmm. Liverpool players now have got a chance to to make history, haven't they? I mean, you look at Flano, Sterling, uh, Coutinho's only 21 as well, isn't yeah. he? Um, Henderson's 23, 24. I think what you were saying. Without having that experience, I think that's playing in Liverpool's in Liverpool's favour, definitely. That, that's the reason I asked. I was saying, you know, the, the pressure thing. Max there saying it's probably the most nervous he's ever been against Carlisle, but it disappears. Like, I can imagine that sort of, that's youthful exuberance, isn't it? That's not knowing what, 
the pressure it is to have a title burden on you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent agree. And that's the thing, you know, this this is the things, those those younger players with their excitement and all the rest of it. You 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 know, you can't tell me that, that, that all right, listen, there'll be nerves before a game. They'll be excited to play. Five minutes in, they're not they're not running around the pitch thinking, Oh, if I give this one away and we, we lose, oh we're gonna lose the lead, blah, blah, blah. They're not. No. They're thinking, What's my job? What have I got to do? What's, you know, again, foundation, what do I do to make, we, we talk about it all the time, Max, don't we? What, what makes yeah. me 7 out of 10? Hard work, leadership qualities, don't get on your mate's back, encourage him if he makes a mistake, you know, you put a right shift in, carry out your job tactically as per your instructions, blah, blah, blah. You're 6, 7 out of 10 every week mm. without playing well, just by doing a core set of things. Yeah. If you then go and play well, you're seven and a half, eight, nine out of ten. We never give anyone ten out of ten. We always need somewhere to improve, don't we? So yeah. we always say that that's, that's your foundation. So those players will be going out carrying out the tactics. And I thought Liverpool were tactically fantastic yesterday. They don't think about titles or anything like that. They just it's the here and now, isn't it? It's they're in the moment of what yeah. have we got to do to win this game? Yeah, we have had the tweet in. Uh, Paul Crawford says yes to Liverpool winning the title. And one way simply Brendan Rodgers, well Rodgers, uh, for the reason why. Um, I think we should touch a little bit on the job he's done and the job he's doing. Uh, I, I thought when he first signed him, I went to his first press conference when he when he first signed him. And what was your initial thoughts? I, I, he had all the Shankly quotes. He had a modern-day Shankly-esque feel about what he was yeah. saying. and I thought it's very clever to come out with that sort of thing at a traditional club like Liverpool. Obviously, the proof was going to be in the pudding. Um, I thought he was quite naive last season, some of the things he said. I mean... I think Liverpool would sort of like 20-odd points off the top four, and he ended up saying, I think we can finish second. I think he's learned from that very much. Maybe he just can't add up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> Who knows? This season, I've seen a totally sh a total shift, if you like, um, from, from who he is as a manager. He seems to very much get everything about Liverpool now, yeah. but actually get it, not just have the, the nice words to say about it. Yeah. Um, I think he comes out with some funny things in his press conferences, but... As a manager, he seems to... He's, he's got the mildest touch at the moment. And what he's done... And we talk about mentality with Martinez. What he's done there with a gang of youngsters as well. You know, you look at John Flanagan, probably thought after his initial stint when Kenny was in charge, he probably thought, I'll go down the same route as a Jay Spearing, say, go out on low, maybe end up at a championship club. You know, he's one of the hottest prospects in English football right now. I think that sort of thing is testament to how good he is as a manager. Not necessarily where Liverpool are in the league at the moment, but the fact that he can get young British talent through in an era when it's just so easy to go and buy it, Definitely. I think that's massive. And, and, and it's great to see a British manager as well. Yeah, 100%. And I think his demeanour has a lot to do with that. I think, you know, the, the, the sort of the Alex Ferguson type manager, the David Moyes, I can see, the, you know, the David Moyes type demeanour on a touchline. I don't think bodes well for young players. And I think that's why David Moyes was low to put a Ross Barkley in and give him a good run. Some, but, but you can see a Brendan Rodgers, even a Roberto Martinez, you can yeah. see them with that demeanour and that sort of calmness about them. Hey, we all make mistakes. You can see that. Don't worry about mm. it. Crack on. Show me what, think, what brilliance you've I got. I think what I like about, you see... Rogers, when he says if, if the players make a mistake, I'll take full responsibility because that's how I want to play. Yeah. And I think straight away, you know, that gives you the freedom to go out and play. Definitely. Good point. Uh, Guinea Copite, a, a good old friend on Twitter. Oh, he's a City Talk 105.9 stop. Missed half the show. That's disgusting. Big Don't even read his tweets out, delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Six <laughs> cup finals to go. I think that's almost cliche now, isn't yeah. it? Every week's a cup final. 
uh, and we've had David Jones as well. I feel we've got a good chance. I'm just going to wait and see, keep working hard and see if we can win the league. Where does, uh, and I, I asked Neil this most weeks, what now becomes a disappointment to live? Uh, yeah, Max, I'll ask you first. Not, not winning it, in my opinion. As a, as a Liverpool fan, you don't win the league now, are you disappointed? I think anyone who says they won't be disappointed is lying because. Yeah, I agree. This run they're on now to win eight on the bounce and being more or less touching distance. If you win every, like the fact is, down if you win every game, you win the league. That's that's the biggest motivational point for me. I think. Yeah. So, I would be disappointed. Yeah. Is that fair on Brendan Rodgers? Though it's, it's not. Is it simply because of how far the leap from but, seven? But, it's, but yeah. I don't it's think. It's, but obviously the position you're in. Yeah. Counteracts that. See, yeah, but I don't think Brendan. I don't think Bre Brendan Rodgers is going to take any stick off anybody. No. If they don't not. win it. People are going to still laud him as doing an unbelievable job, you know, from where they were last season to where they are this. And again, as, as I said last week, been a great custodian of Liverpool Football Club, not spent, you know, ridiculous amounts of money um, on players. Has signed one or two if he wants, you know, the jury's out. But in the main, it, it, he's, he's developed young talent that was in the system beyond reasonable doubt. And he's bought, bought some decent players as well to boot. So, you know... <laughs> No one's going to question Brendan Rodgers. No one's going to question the players. But but fans of Liverpool Football Club will rightly be disappointed because, as Max said, it's in their hands to do it now. I think the biggest. The, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but saying no regrets now. But you know, if I was a Liverpool player now, I'd be thinking, is it six six games left? Six, to six go. games left. You just got to give it effort now, haven't you? And just you know, if it doesn't come off, then you yeah. know. You can't knock them for, for the run they've been on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 14 to 1 with a certain bookmaker Liverpool are to win all of the remaining games this season. I think that's a decent bet. So if they win five, draw one, but still win the league, you've, that you've, lost. you've lost your bet. Yeah, they need to win all six. I think that's a decent bet. What would the odds have been if you'd have said that eight games ago? Well, you'd probably... W win 14 on the bounce to win the league. I wouldn't oh, be sitting on this radio <laughs> station, put it that way. Mate. What would the odds have been on that? Now, tell the truth, being a blue, I reckon you've had a slight tenor on that. <coughs> no. I, I, reckon you've, <coughs> I reckon you've just hedged your bets or spread your... Whatever you call it. <laughs> that you're a blue, but... So if Liverpool actually win it... I'll temper the fact that they've won it by collecting a nice few quid. I'm, I'm not <laughs> like those who want Everton to finish fifth in <laughs> Liverpool second. I promise you that. But I, I was looking at them today. I mean, the, the second favourites now, which I think is ludicrous, because City have got to go to Anfield, they've got to go to Everton as well, which is... Uh, who else has City got, would you again, know? Would uh, you know who else they've got, no? Not off the top of my head, no. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to be fascinating, isn't it? And, and have you ever known both teams to have, like, this sort of interest... In the run into a season in years. It's been the best Premier League for, for as long as I can remember. Yeah. It really has. And you know what? One of the other things I was I meant to say today as well is that I think it has done Liverpool a big favour. As much as the result of Chelsea losing a Crystal Palace, I think that's done Liverpool's players the power of good. Because you, you could go there and think, we'll tonk you. Mm. Now that they've they've seen... Wake up call, is it? It's a wake up. Yeah. think, well, do you know what? We've got to go there with a little bit of a different mindset now. So not only is the three points lost for Chelsea help Liverpool, I think the fact that Palace have beaten them on their own turf and Liverpool have to go there has really helped the Reds as well. Yeah, Andrew Howe on Twitter. I laughed at Sandy saying Monk on. I haven't heard that for years. <laughs> I'm full of them, mates. Keep listening. We, we love we love uh, vocabulary on here, don't we? Especially made up words. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> You're listening to City Talk 105.9. It's Extra Time. We're back shortly. Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Welcome back, 10 minutes to 6. At 6 o'clock, 
the main event of the evening, myself and <laughs> Neil Atkinson. I have to get it in. Well, everybody. I tell you what, le listeners, have a listen and judge for yourselves. That's all I'll say. We'll have a vote. Which hour day. is it? Five to six or six till seven? Just have a listen and have a little judge. Well, we'll have a vote. We don't have like uh, <laughs> prima donna footballers like Ryan Lowe on our show. Even well, though Max yeah. has been very grounded. I have to I say am. though, I listen to it every week driving home, and it's brilliant. And I love Neil Atkinson. He's phenomenal. He's on cloud nine tonight. No, listen, his knowledge of the game is brilliant. He always, you know, I've been in the immersed in the game since a kid, right? But virtually every time I listen to him, I go, I'm having that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I do. I listen to him, and he entertains me, but he always gives you a little, a little pearl, and I go. Man, he's one he? of those thought-provoking people. Oh, he's he? fantastic. Anyway, he's coming up in ten minutes' time. We haven't got long left. Uh, Max, we'll touch a little bit on Sammy. I mean, back-to-back, uh, -back, well, sorry, back-to-back -back home games, wasn't it? Yeah. Just one point from them. Uh, it's incredibly tight down there. Next two, yeah, I think it's Shrewsbury's one of them and Colchester. Colchester. Yeah. And they're within touching distance yeah. of yourself. So, I mean, another two massive ones coming yeah. up. It goes back to the old cliche that we've got seven cup finals left now. Um... I mean Saturday. Uh, I mean for the fans that were there, the first the first twenty minutes, we, we should have been out of sight. Um, but obviously it never happened like that. And then we kind of, you know, the I don't think it was nerves. It's more the anxiety, and the, you, it's more the feeling that you don't want to. It's a it's a not lose game in the mm. end. Um, I'm sure if we'd have got there at an early goal, so I think like Liverpool did yesterday, it set the tempo so much, and I think we would have went on and won the game comfortably. And you know, two, the two home games that we've just just played, we, we should have took six points from the. But you know, when you're down there against Swindon, we hit the we hit the bar twice. The keepers pulled off some worldy saves, and then Saturday first <laughs> few minutes, the keepers clear, uh, they've had the player clear one off the line. Cass has a shot. It's the post, rolls right along the line. That could have been two 0 And you know, when you're down there, you, I'm starting to see it now. Last season when we were up there, you know, then Cass a shot. It's the post and goes in. Whereas when you're down there, it, as I said, it rolls along the line. Um, That's the thing I was going to say. I mean, I, I follow the Twitter account when when you're playing at three o'clock. And all it was, I seem to be seeing, particularly against Swindon, or oh, trying to it double work again, yeah. it double work again. That's just, yeah, it just, it, it, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't, do, you couldn't do it if you tried. You know, you, I mean, Cass has won especially Saturday for it to hit the inside of the post, roll along the other, roll right along the line, and not go in. It just, it Wasn't just. Wasn't following it in though. No, well, that's why Lowy's not here. Lowy only does the show. He's still trying to follow it in now, isn't he? Ah, we love you, Lowy, lad. He's still trying to follow it in. As I said, hopefully, you know, as a team, we still believe, in, and Johnny Mack's doing a good job of trying to rally us. And, you know, I, I firmly believe we can go to Colchester Saturday and win. Um, but, you know, it, your home form, you know, more often than not, you know, that's your platform for the season. And, and you know, it is. It's. It's embarrassing, really, that we haven't been able to put back-to-back -back wins together all season. I think that's been the main, the main factor of, of why, where we are. Um, but obviously, now there's still seven games to go, and you know, I think if we we can take three or four wins out of the the next seven games, we should be okay. Can you put your finger on why? I mean, it's a million-dollar question, isn't it? But can you put your finger on why it's sort of gone wrong? Because you look at last season and. You're flying, I mean, like I go over there every weekend yeah. and the place is absolutely buzzing. Yeah. Lowy was saying, funnily enough, that when times are hard like now, you, you sort of find yourself coming together even more than when the times are good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, can't, you know, I, I came back into this pre-season really believing that we could have we could have a really good season and, you know, it hasn't meant to be and there's 
you know, there's not one thing you could say. Well, we haven't we haven't done well because of that. I think it's just been a number of things. That, genuine, we haven't you know we haven't been good enough this season. I think that's fair to say with New Song, and mm. you know, there's been times where. You know, like the past two games, you know, we needed to be more clinical and we weren't, and we've been we've been punished for it. Um, but as I said, I still think, you know, the main objective now is you know to stay up. Um, obviously, we, you know, it affects everyone, it affects the players, it affects the coaching staff, the stewards. You know, if, if we were to get relegated, there's going to be massive repercussions mm. with with cuts and stuff like that. So, you know, what we do on the pitch is is accountable for everyone involved with the club. So. And especially the fans, they've had it. You know, it's been, you know, I couldn't imagine being a Trammy fan this season. It must be painful at times. And but hopefully we can we can repay them and with a bit of faith and keep keep the club up and then go again next season. You look at it, Trammy as well. I mean, not, not to be patronising, but you look, you look at the off the pitch issues and there's been loads and mm. takeover stuff and all that. Yeah. The fact that Trammy is still in the battle is sort of testament to that camaraderie Max was talking about there. Definitely, and and. Tranmere's budget is is arguably the worst in the division. Yeah. So if you finish anywhere other than bottom, on, j- just on that token, you've you've punched above your weight. You know because again in this day and age now, money can buy you success even in League One level. You know it's no it's no surprise to me that the likes of Wolves and Brentford are, are up the top who are paying fortunes. By the way, Sheffield United a bit of, uh, of a surprise, albeit having a renaissance and they're having a little bit of a late run, paying big money. But you know, listen, it's it's one of the it's one of those seasons. Sometimes you can't put your finger on it. One of the biggest problems I think for for League One clubs and maybe in a particular Tranmere is the amount of turnover of players because a lot of players come in and get one year deals, so they're not really. There, if you like the sort of well, I'll see how it goes, and, and if I do well, I might get myself a boss move, and I'll get off. Or it, it, you know, if I don't do so well, well, I'll I'll, I'll jump to Notts County or Carlisle or want me or whatever. You've got to look at that, and I think you know the the the, the teams like Tramia could do well with that real stability. You know, I, I've often championed about about someone like a Tramia doing an athletic Bilbao. Where they sign Merseysiders or they sign people from the region who've got that togetherness, that heart, that spirit, that hunger. Where you have got that sort of yeah. that togetherness off the pitch as well, and that little bit of a link off the pitch. I just think they might they might sort of bode well doing something like that. But listen, Tramir have got the quality to get out of it. They've got the spirit, the characters to get out of it, and I would be gobsmacked if they don't. Gents, we're out of time. Max, thanks very much for the standing in for lobby. Yeah, well, as I said, he's only, he only ever turns up if he scored. <laughs> so I'm sure he's. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back be on fair, next week. Max get a good slot because we tried McKillop. He made up. He made up a word and got subbed quickly, didn't he? And then Max is coming, so Max could be like a little bit of a fixture. Fair play, yeah. Dave. You're already That's a fixture. Exactly. I know, mate. Well, I've been sent in to save the show, haven't I? So listen, <laughs> I'm having that every every week. I don't mind doing it. Uh, you've been listening to Extra Time, and by the way, get yourself to Prenton Park as well for the last two games of yes. the season. Yes, yeah. much yeah. needed. Uh, you've been listening to Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. We're back, same time, same place next week. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9.